Afternoon, Jason. I know they say um, time flies when you're having fun. I mean, I can't believe it. We're in August already, 2021. And this horrible word appeared, and it seems to appear continually. I mean, I'm not talking ghost in the machine, the police's record. I'm talking the word ghosting. And you chatted to me about it last night, um, preparing for this discussion we're going to have today. But it's absolutely hideous. You send an email to someone or you send a quote and then they vanish. Hmm. And, then and they, you said it's ghosting. Well, I mean, it's prevalent everywhere and it happens in every industry. But I think within the music industry in particular, it's a little more precious because so much of the work that is generated out of the space is gig work. So it's it's a gig here, it's a gig there. What, what do you mean by, by gig work when you say... Meaning that you literally go from one show to the next. So you are reliant on a good uh, flow of information between you and whoever's supplying information to you so that you can deliver on the ask that is being asked of you and or your artist. So typically what happens, and you've experienced this, is someone will approach you for one of your artists and say, oh, I'd love to do X, Y, and Z with you. And you go, great, great, send me a scope of work, send me um, a costing so that we understand what it is that we are committing to. And then suddenly, nothing. It goes very quiet, very quickly. And then after a little while, they'll come back. And when they come back, they go, so what's happening, Martin? Don't understand. You're going, I'm still waiting on the scope of work from you, and I'm also waiting for a costing. And is it not also a hideous trend nowadays that people will send quotes and ideas and everything else through WhatsApp? Yes, I know you can take the WhatsApp and move it onto your email and everything else, but that's how business is conducted. You have a flow of information mm. on email where you can cobble together the whole story eventually. But as you say, it's this frantic... Okay, here's the email. Now we need action. Now we need urgent, something urgent, to happen. Urgent. urgent. Yes, we need it to happen now. And <clears throat> the thing is, the second that you get formal, in the sense that you say, lovely, would like to be able to conclude this. Here is a set of rules of engagement. And then it goes weird. You know, but they'll go, oh, but we just need to get it done. Just here is the deadline. You go, now, hang on, hang on. Hmm. You have point A where you say to the person you're going to climb this way up Table Mountain, you mm. ask them for a contract and you ask them for paperwork mm. and you're going to say charge X fee to climb up Route A to the top of Table yes. Mountain. You then receive the contract and or the idea and the scope of work and suddenly you're climbing Table Mountain version up Route B, Route C and Route D and they only want to pay mm. fee A for mm. Route A. How do you then counter that? Because I think these talks are so valuable, but it's to give artists the ammunition to, to fight back because I'm finding corporates are getting cleverer and cleverer, mm, wanting to push artists to the nth degree because they know, and I use very much in inverted commas, there is a desperation because the show, the gig economy, the work, the playing live economy, that is not working. Mm, and those people know that, so they play on that. So to dial it back, <clears throat> to our original discussion around ghosting. Ghosting typically happens when you call someone out when they are not being entirely transparent. Because of the few clients that you've dealt with in the recent past, those that have heard you and delivered on it is probably two in ten. The other eight 
you've got to farm all of this backwards and forwards. And the second that you put something formal in front of them, they ghost, they disappear. So <clears throat> what, what, they, what they anticipate is that your artist is so desperate for work because they can't play live and they can't do this and they can't do that. So therefore they can be very um, ambitious in their ask. But if you, and, the, and the, the test really is, is to stand by that, regardless of how desperate you as a creative may be, by that contract. If that contract doesn't get signed, there is nothing to be had. Because if you do sign it, to your point, you go from route A, which was originally discussed, to, oh, while you're here, won't you do B, C, and D as well, for the same fee, if not less. So it's it's incredibly interesting to me where creators are having to be the ones to be the grown-ups in these discussions and this is where we've touched on it in previous discussions around make it your business to understand the business that you're in because these guys are <clears throat> looking to extract as much IP from you as much intellectual property from you for the least possible fee knowing that the economy is not great so you, you you're going into an environment that is already toxic so you go in and you need to be headstrong and you also need to be confident enough in your art and your your creation to stand by that because the people that will hear you will sign off that scope of work and will pay you when the scope of work dictates are the people that you want to be working with the rest of them sadly where you spend the most of your time is doing the backwards and the forwards and the batting and the batting and i think <clears throat> the skill to learn is to be able to identify the chances and but then is, is am i not right i said you you said identify the chances but the skill set is also important consult with your peers who you work with in terms of the language of the revert that you go back to point out to mm. clients these are the areas that I have a problem with. You've said it to me many a time, and I'll say it openly on this discussion. My, my points are sometimes lost because I used to shout. Mm. I used to write in capitals because mm. I was dyslexic. And then you found out I was dyslexic, and then you understood. But it's still no excuse. Mm. So now, because well, it's, you're a writing... Because, because of how it's received. Yeah, but yeah. you're a writing expert, <clears throat> so you will nuance the word to instead of to saying land. this is a this is an absolute disaster and a mess mm. this is a missed opportunity mm. let's look at this point let's look at that point i remember when we had the, the good fortune to work with the maltese government in the arts and culture department and we went over and we did a, a week of lectures which you were spearheading and i was bringing in other topics and points while you were talking listening making notes and we brought up the point about a spotify playlist mm. And all of a sudden it was, oh my heavens, we didn't think of that. Mm. It wasn't, you didn't shout the points at them, but mm. next day it had been remedied. Mm. And it's now ongoing with certain projects that they're doing. Am mm. I right? It's the way you nuance that word no, back absolutely. to the person. But I think <clears throat> there's an assumption that creatives are creatives. Mm. So therefore they don't worry about the numbers. They don't worry about the contracts. But what's what's come up time and time again, and it's it's been in, sadly in the entertainment industry for the longest of time, is that that artists <clears throat> get played, um, and they are taken advantage of because of the weird gig economy that they live in, and you've got agencies, very 
you know, well-known, respected agencies who are peddling this promise of working with particular brands and particular opportunities when all they're doing is they're just squeezing them. They're squeezing everybody for the last possible drop. And it's, it's <clears throat> the ghosting component comes in the second that you call them out. And that's where it gets interesting. And that is the telling point where you as a creative go, okay, I've asked you a legitimate question. Uh, I've put forward a legitimate proposal. And now all of a sudden, the other side's getting uncomfortable. They're kind of going, oh, these people know a little bit more than I thought they knew because the assumption was that we can just play artist A, B or C uh, to the point that we can get, you know, rights in perpetuity or we can get um, access to this or to that and <clears throat> if you're not smart enough you will get as we know with many artists including Elvis Presley their rights removed where they have assumed one thing but actually the truth was another and it's 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 a bit of a minefield but going back to the original point ghosting is a telling sign of an agreement that is not entirely honest. Is, is it a new skill set that business has developed to try and push the artists to doing things that they don't quite understand? Because after this call, it's, you and I are consulting, you, we, we're consulting over a document that we received today. And there's been huge ghosting around it. And there's certain terms that we are going to change in our revert back to them, yet we've been waiting 10 days for the initial ask. Well, there's, there's, Is that typical ghosting? <clears throat> and it's and it's sadly, it's typical in business where you can call it lying by omission. So bas basically what that means is I'm not telling you a lie. I'm just not telling you what my intention actually is. So I just, I circumvent that. So ghosting and lying by omission are kind of the same thing. And I know it kind of paints a dark picture, but the point of today's discussion is just to be aware that when you fire out the hard ask and you either get ghosted, as in nothing, or you get a dance, that's when you go, that's a red flag. That's when you go, thank you, would love the work, need the work, yes, desperately do, but I'm going to politely disengage. For the greater good of your reputation, your credibility and your longevity. And that is critical to an artist because if you give up your copyright, you, you, you give away your soul. How do artists protect themselves when ghosting appears? Is it those points that you mentioned now in the last 30 seconds where you actually learn to stand strong? Well, you know, to your point earlier is that you appeal to your peers <clears throat> and you, you appeal to experts and because those are the people that even at a fee that you may not want to necessarily pay somebody for their time but rather pay the money and keep your overall reputation safe. So it's a small investment in the greater good. But your gut also tells you, am I right, if you get together with two or three like-minded people that you have known over many years and worked consistently with, mm. just look at this, just mm. advise me, what do you feel? Yeah, but you see the thing with creatives is that when you create anything, what you're looking for ultimately is applause, acknowledgement, recognition. 
So what agencies and the like are doing is that they're applauding. <clears throat> the artist who hasn't heard live applause for the last 18 months is falling over backwards going, oh, somebody's loving my work. And that's what they trade on. That's the kind of toxic liquor that currently is being peddled. And you kind of forget that there's a contract and there's a negotiation. Actually, I sold my soul 10 minutes ago in order just to make sure that I can get to month end. Mm -hmm. So that's why the circle that you keep and the people that you do keep on retainer, you call on and you go, this is what's come in and this is where you come in, where you, your artists push stuff at you all the time going, oh, look, I've got this great deal from brand X, Y, or Z. And they're going, they're completely intoxicated by the possibility of it. But then you read the fine print and you go, but hold on, what they're actually asking for is in perpetuity, it's this, it's that, it's the next thing. And the artist, because they just clearly are overwhelmed and very grateful for the applause, go, well, where do I sign? That... And, I, and I'm going, we were walking route A. You've mm. now given us a B, C and mm. D mm. for the same money as A. Mm. Whoa. Mm. We'll do A, B, C and D. But if the fee is commiserate with the ask. Yes. So the initial ask is A. <clears throat> if there is a contract, that's the contract that gets sent. Then what lands up happening is that if you're not clear, and I think this is kind of the, the big takeout, is that you need to, and this is why producing a document of understanding of you're asking me to do X. So this is how I interpret it. Do we agree? If that's concluded and done and dusted, then you're in a good place. A, because then you you have an opportunity to, to push back when they go, oh, but we still need you to do B, C, and D. And you go, I'm sorry, I don't see that in the original agreement. But what it does do is that it ultimately keeps you, as the creative, safe. And that kind of knee-jerk response to looking at your inbox and nothing's coming through and suddenly an offer comes and you jump at it <clears throat> and because you're so elated you miss so much of what's coming past you that's why the role of a manager is so critical because you're kind of you're independent of the emotion so you can look at it clinically going yes fundamentally this is a good offer but realize and that's for the artist to agree that you, you're selling your soul in the process. But there, there was a wonderful one that we had to work with two weeks ago. There's some big conference happening and they wanted certain artists and wonderful talks and, and we'd worked something out beautifully. And they said to us, okay, put a costing together. So we gave costing A and costing B with discount oh. because we understood. Mm, we and negotiated. All, and all of a sudden... The nothing. reply comes back, oh, there's nothing for like 10 days. Then all of a sudden mm. something comes back. No, I'm afraid we don't have any funds. Mm. So I put on my manager's hat in the discussion and said, no, I can't have my artist speak there because you need to pay something for the time, something for the knowledge, something for the input. Well, you're imparting. You're imparting information. You are being part of what is a commercial enterprise and yet there's no commercial return. Why would anyone in their right mind um, do that for free? If, if you were being asked to talk at an NGO event or if you were being asked to talk to a bunch of kids 
you know, in a township, you do that free free will at, at no expense. People do that, sorry, people do that free will, and I think it's an, a, we're coming to a lovely segue to close off the thing. There's this word that's bandied about as well, honorarium. Mm. Just define mm. it quickly. Well, it's I see you, I acknowledge you, I respect what you bring, and I can, as far as I can, will remunerate you for your time, your expertise, and your commitment. And that fee can be any amount. It's the principle. It's not, it's not the pound value. It's about saying that I acknowledge and respect you and on that basis I will remunerate you as best I can for you then to decide do I or don't I do it and typically nine times out of ten in a music exchange reality we do it with love and 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 all of the commitment that we would apply and do apply to the formal paying work that is paid at full rate mm. Thank you very much. Um, incredibly enlightening and, and a, a lot to think of and I think a lot not to be scared of if you apply your mind correctly. Is that a, a nice way to end off? I, I, I think so and I think you know the, the overriding point is you're a creative first and stay true to that but make sure that you are surrounded by people who can in a very, uh, what is the word, <clears throat> um, uh, sober way be able to make sure that you are kept safe, that your work is kept safe, and that your reputation is kept safe. Because trust me, once that particular gig that you were presented with and the ghosting that followed, the damage that that can do to your career cannot be recovered. And trust me, those people are not going to be around to apologize. Thank you, Jason. See you all next week. Goodbye.